no one brand has the best of everything. Nothing, nobody. So, so why would you not get a smattering of this and a smattering of that? I actually love seeing that. Yeah. I would, as representative for a company, would represent, would advocate yeah. other brands because you you don't have everything. You may not have the best one. Sometimes your company's yeah. product is actually not very well formulated, and and yeah. even though it's your job, quote unquote, yeah. ethically, it's yeah. better that you support somebody else's product. Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists, and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business, and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. And I am very excited to bring Andrew Whitfield Cook to my podcast. Um, Andrew and I have known each other for a good few years now. (laughs) If you're watching the film of this, you will see that he made a face then. (laughs) We have known each other a really long time now. We've been meeting at all of the symposiums and conferences over the years where he's been conducting podcasts and interviewing people. Andrew used to be a nurse and um, and now he's out there doing the stuff for us and making sure that we're out in the world, spreading our love and our knowledge to everyone. So Andrew, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. It's a pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. And now, when you and I were chatting on one of the many occasions we've been chatting, um, we came up on the subject of what people miss out on in college. Oh. And this is a bit of a thing for both of us. You know, for me, I I have a specialist area of pediatrics. So, I mean, that's great in a way because I can create a course for people and they can study more pediatrics. But there's lots of other things that they don't get in college. And this was one of our chats the other day. So what are your biggest thoughts in this area? So I'm I'm going back to my time. Um, Mm. So give you a little bit of a backstory. I'm, I used to be anti, 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 anti vitamins. Um, this is years ago. So I, I used to actually hassle a, uh, a friend of mine's girlfriend whose mum, sorry about the six degrees of separation, whose mum was a naturopath and I used to hassle her. And it was only many years later that I went, you know, cap in hand to her. And I said, I am so sorry for being so arrogant, but <clears throat> Um, when I got my first job in the natural medicine industry, not the profession, mm-hmm. so I was a nurse and I joined a, a supplement company and I didn't really believe in it. I u- wanted to use it as a stepping stone to get back into the pharmaceutical side of things. And I was using a few of their things and I, was, I, I remember I got sick and I was using a few things. I'd got better. I'd get better, and I'd get sick again. I'd get better, sick again, and I'd used up all my sick leave. And I went into the head scientific officer, and I said, "You've got to heal me, or I've got to go. I can't believe in this stuff." What I was taking every day of these three supplements, he put me on every hour. So if I was taking four of a tablet every day, he would put me on four every hour of three times. So I had 
garlic-flavoured diarrhoea. I shouldn't say flavoured, should I? Garlic-smelling diarrhoea. <laughs> um, my girlfriend at the time kicked me out of the bedroom into the spare bedroom. Um, but the very next day, I had no flu. And this is not a man flu. This was a proper achy chills flu. And, and I had a tiny little bit of sinus on my, underneath my right eye. And I went, this can't be true. And that's when I started investigating things. So the backstory. Then I left that company and I started consulting in pharmacy. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where I really honed my skills. But what I found was that my orthodox training had me, my mind was keyed to a diagnosis of disease. Yeah. And you worked from the official um, approved therapies for that disease. Whereas in natural medicine, you had to make that quantum leap to say it doesn't so much. Yes, it's important, but it doesn't so much matter about the disease. What we're doing is supporting the body systems that are out of balance and nourishing them back into balance. So then you've got that thing about what didn't we learn? Um, What I found was that people would walk in with a diagnosis and you had to then counter if you like with well how do I support that you know whether it's immune dysregulation or or, you know energetic dysregulation or metabolic dysregulation things like that and what I found was I was beholden to finding out that relevant information by commercial companies Mm. and there was a positive side to that in that it gave me confidence as a springboard And I remember in the initial stages adhering pretty much to that, but then you start to learn, really learn more. You know, you learn from those people that have not got so much of a vested interest, excuse me, and are really there to teach you how to navigate these complex conditions. Um, And that's when I really honed my skills about, you know, like um, why, for instance, would you give coenzyme Q10 for somebody with thalassemia? Yeah. Then you learn about this pathology and how you can support the pathology, nourish the pathology back into um, homeostasis. So then you open the book about what you don't learn in college. Oh, here's a huge book. (laughs) You know, because it will be a company that will tell you which is the best magnesium. And your assumption is that that magnesium is the best full stop for every condition. Mm, not so. <laughs> yeah, we all need Asiki's Nutrient Bible for that one, don't we? <laughs> that is the only way to really know which one. You can go and look it up for yourself. A yeah. nice slim volume that is perfect. Mine is covered in notes. I did write in pencil. I will put out there for those people who are, have issues with writing in a book. I did write in pencil. It can be rubbed down. Not that I'm ever going to rub those notes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Henry's, um, do you remember his uh, physician, physician's handbook? Yeah. Like, and, and every year it would grow and exponentially. Grow. It was just yeah. so uh, because I'm so old, I have a number of copies of that depending <laughs> on the year. But I found it really interesting reading his books, and then going to my, um, uh, it's by LaRoche now, back in the olden days, it was uh, Boehringer, uh, Mannheim, and it's the enzyme systems of the body. It's two massive wall posters. And um, is it two? It's one massive wall poster. 
And um, now it's all online. You can't get the hard copy anymore. Um, but you'd follow these enzyme systems when you'd read Henry's books. And I, just a little caveat, I don't think he was always right because sometimes... Oh, no. I mean, no back, one can be always enzyme right. systems are one change. way, yeah. But things change all the time. By the time a book's published, it's already starting to be out of date because it's had to go It's at least five years since it was written because mm. you've got all the publishing, the editing, the changes, and it keeps going. It goes for review. Then it finally goes to publishers. Then it has to. So you're already looking at something that's out of date. But the difference is what we've got is a book that isn't saying this is my product, go and buy my product. What we've got is a book saying calcium, all the different forms. Which one's better? Why do you use that one? Yeah. You know, and then from your lecturers, you've got, oh, hydroxyapatite. Okay, I need that for my, you know, arthritis patient because it's going to build rather than, you know, the citrate for, and so on and so yeah. forth. Yeah. And when we go to the seminars, there tends to be, uh, this is the one for everything. And people do leave going, oh, phew, I've solved that problem. I don't have to think about what's in it or, I, you know, because they've just told me I've got the perfect supplement. And so in that respect, we are very similar to, you know, the, oh, the doctor's only giving out 40 um, tablets and that's it and they're not doing anything else. Well, guys, let's look at what we're doing. Mm. And sometimes we're not giving out even that much. Yeah. Yeah, very true. Um Sorry, I'm just thinking back to that. You're talking about calcium. I'm thinking about magnesium. Oh, you're, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, like we were all taught, mm. everybody was taught, and it was around about, uh, it was around about 95, mm -hmm. 1995, where magnesium bisglycinate is the correct term, but diglycinate, we all call it, um, came onto the Australian market. <clears throat> And um, and I remember a uh, a seminar at a hospital in Brisbane, Orkinflower Hospital, Wesley Hospital, and um, and so the assumption is that bisglycinate is always the best form, and it's a very fast magnesium. That's how I like to term it. But there are sometimes when you need a slow magnesium. There are some carriers, for instance, like magnesium orotate, which has it's the orotate, the orotic acid that actually has much of the benefit, partly as a magnesium fixing agent, but mainly because it enables heart muscle and other muscles, but importantly, heart muscle to, to maintain efficiency under a lower oxygenation. So for instance, heart failure, um, uh, heart surgery patients, those people that are under that cardiac assault, if you like. So, you know, it's this whole thing about when do you want to use quote unquote, the best magnesium or the best calcium for bones. Yeah. You know, that when, you, when you're up against testosterone, for instance, you're up against a pretty powerful hormone. Like, yeah. and you want to counter it with a little bit of, you know, hydroxyapatite or calcium carbonate, which is a, a, a great antacid first. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I used to, to segue onto calcium, I used to love that argument where, uh, doctors would always put people on calcium carbonate. Yeah. And I used to go, well, why don't we put them on um, um, quickies? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's different. Really? Well, in my, on my quickies here, it says 600 milligrams of calcium carbonate. Yeah. So, of course, it's a bone-building 
yeah. thing, right? Oh, no, it's an antacid. Well, you're saying so on your tablet of calcium carbonate is for bones and my chewable thing with calcium carbonate is as an antacid. Ah, really? So it's, it, 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 it yeah. seems to me that naturopaths learn a lot more about actually how these minerals work than doctors. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they totally do. It's a, and then once they've learned them, it's figuring out who to get them from. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and different, different lecturers, of course, use different products. So there's some companies mm. that I will use in favor of mm. other companies. There are some companies that I will use like their tech sheets or their information forms over their products because I'm not that keen on their products. So, you know, I'm not keen on their education. I will always go to this person's seminar, whereas I won't necessarily go to that person's seminar unless I need a bit of networking or something. They'll think, oh, go to that one or that oh I like that one it's at a good hotel be good dinner there I'll pop on but um the way we learn in college is from the textbook it has to be prescribed it has to cover a certain number of hours there have to be people there to check on you so everything has to be limited and when we come out into the world there's a lot we haven't learned and we have to fill those gaps ourselves and there isn't really a lot of postgraduate ed- education pure postgraduate education for us and the pure postgraduate education isn't about being out in the world with clients it is about doing your master's or doing your phd it's about learning more herbs or um, more nutrients or how to put them together it's not how to treat the client so you know they come out into the world and they've had you know what is it a year in clinic but they always had two other people with them and they always had a lecturer to help them. And then the door opens and they're waved goodbye and they have to figure it out. And so having some these books, like they've, they've been lugging that bag of books around. They've, been, they've got their little trolley bag and yet somehow they come out into the real world and they forget about those books. They stop using them. And you see uh, that on Facebook when the questions come up, yeah. you know, what's the best product for this? How, you know, and it's just like, actually that one was in your book that you carried around in your um, wheelie bag to and from clinic for that year. Yeah, that was right there. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, don't, don't forget that stuff. And the ones who've got the better file of things, you know, they've got the file sitting on the desk. They somehow forget about the file they had sitting on their desk. <laughs> I guess this is, we're going to talk again about um, how to get yourself set up after yes, college but totally. but um this sort of segues into that forgive me for yeah. using that segue term again but <laughs> but uh, this is one thing that i adhere to what lee's Alsler says she says i'm rather promiscuous with certain products like um, curcumin because yeah. she'll use one curcumin for one uh condition or even one yeah. type of cancer because there's yeah. evidence on that curcumin with that cancer Yep. And then for another type of cancer, she'll use a different curcumin, mm. a different brand's curcumin. Yeah. So, so I think we've got to, I guess this is part of the evolution of the smart naturopath. Yeah. S- starts to, in the beginning, we might have to be beholden to, you know, a few companies that you yep. trust and you like. But as you grow, as you start to get more experience, your breadth of product use changes and evolves because you realize that 
no one company has the best product yeah. of everything. No yeah. one company. No. It's, it's, it's like saying, um, like I, I remember when I was a rep and I'd, I'd hear naturopaths, um, there's an, two, of, two of note in Nambour. I went into one clinic and this male naturopath said, I don't like that brand, quote unquote, but yeah. <clears throat> I don't like that brand because I've tested them with kinesiology and they're all dead. And so I prefer this other brand. I, I, I kid you not, I walked out of that clinic down the road about 150 meters and across the road. And there was this really vivacious young lady. And, and I'll always remember it was like a chapel, converted chapel. And I walk in there. Oh, I love that brand because I've tested with tested them with kinesiology and I love them in there. Yeah. So I think the lesson, if you like, is that don't be afraid to to branch out and to learn and to go to as many different companies educational events yep. in, in events. quotation marks yep. and learn about their products and how they propose their use. Yeah. Um, and then you figure it out which one works with your patients because in the end of the day, that's your responsibility is to get your patient well. And the other thing, the other trick that I've learned with those is they always give a discount, obviously, for the, um, for the seminar. Yeah. Do not do it at the time. Take your, you've got 24, 48 hours. Take your piece of paper away with you mm. with a discount on it. Go back to your clinic and have a proper look. I have bought things at multiple seminars. And I thought, <laughs> yeah, actually, that would be really good to have in clinic. And then ultimately, they've got to the use by date and I've thrown them away. So that 5% off really wasn't worth the 5% off from the seminar. So now, even though it's 5% off, it's when it's a company that has a lot of, you know, they've got tablets and herbs and this and that, you know, you probably can get one or two things for your 5% off. But when it's a supplement company, you have to really think, uh, do I have those clients walking through my door? I've just been to a talk on PCOS. I actually personally and all of my listeners will know that I'm so over PCOS that I can't see another PCOS client. But I'm um, you know this is right. I'm <laughs> just, um, just a second. Um, and it's not their fault. They're all beautiful. They're actually no. all beautiful people and they all do really well under my care. But it's just like, can I have something different now? Yeah. Um so the I don't know, but I would I went to this one seminar and I ended up buying their product. And I was like, why have I bought this product? I've gone and bought this supplement. I've got the herbs. I've been using the herbs as a liquid herb for all of these people for all of these years. But I've become convinced to buy this product. Stop. Don't buy it at the time. You've got a couple of days. You've got a couple of days and the rep will contact you wanting your sale. And you can really decide. You can come back and look at it and go, well, actually, I don't need that one. Or I would like a couple of those but I don't need five or whatever it is to reach the discount. Yeah. But another naturopath might want a couple and another naturopath might want one. So maybe we put the order in together. So this uh, is where connectivity is so important. Oh, isn't it? So important. Which, which is, uh, has been so much harder during COVID because you can't mm. physically travel to somebody's yep. place. We've been mm. so lucky up here in Queensland, but I my heart bled for those people in Victoria, oh. especially, but also New South yeah. Wales. Um um, but you mentioned something very important, and that's herbal medicine, which, of course, although it's not minerals, we'll get to that. I'll get to that in a tick. But herbal medicine is the I, I could not do without herbs. Mm. 
I could not function without herbs because yeah. not just because of their beautiful and pleiotrophic actions mm-hmm. in many instances, but also because you can individualize, truly individualize a prescription and change that, moderate that over time, whereas it's very hard with a tablet. Mm. So on to my next thing is that wouldn't it be great if somebody provided in Australia just bulk magnesium bisglycinate? They probably do, don't they? Well, you can. You have to go to the raw material suppliers like, you know, I don't know who imports it into Australia, mm. Capital or, or yeah. um, That's oh, right. I've we gone blank on the suppliers. Yeah. But anyway, um, but, but um, you know, the other side of that is what about maybe contacting a, um, a compounding pharmacist yeah. who works with these minerals, um, yeah. mineral supplements um, and can individualise a prescription for you in that way. Mm. Um, yeah, so there's, there's, there are things opening up that weren't previously available in yeah. Australia. Yeah, there's more and more um, compounding materials available for yeah. nutritionists and naturopaths, which is amazing. So, <clears throat> But again, don't be buying tons of stuff. What's going to happen to that pot after it's been opened? We've got to really think about uh, use by dates on things. So I'm a great one for using distributors. And um, mm. so then I can buy a bit here and a bit there but I can buy what I need. I very rarely go to the supplier themselves for their product um, unless I know I need, you know, I've had a, the place has just been smashed and I've run out of heaps of herbs or something. And so I need, you know, I'll need like eight herbs. Then I'll go to the supplier because I know I'll get my percentage discount, et cetera. But our distributors are amazing because the reps will cover everything. So you can ring your rep and go, um, CoQ10, what about the other CoQ10? I can't remember about the CoQ10. What was the thing? And the rep will know because they're going out telling everyone, buy this one's CoQ10 instead of this one's CoQ10 because you want the ubiquinol, not the, and, and so on and so forth. So having the rep and knowing your distributor's rep is just absolute gold. Yeah. Um, like I, I totally advocate that, but I, I would use companies if you know that you go through a lot of a certain product. Oh yeah, you could yeah. probably get a better discount from the company. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I I have real issues when when I was a rep, I would have real issues when I would walk into a clinic, and even if it was all the brand that I was representing, mm. I would have real ethical issues as a nurse mm. thinking about what. What is behind, what's their motivation Mm. for prescribing all of one brand? As I said before, no one brand has the best of everything. Nothing, nobody. So so why would you not get a smattering of this and a smattering of that? I actually love seeing that. I would, as representative for a company, would would advocate Mm. other brands because you, you don't have everything. You may not have the best one. Sometimes you're company's yeah. product is actually not very well formulated and and yeah. even though it's your job quote unquote yeah ethically it's yep. better that you support somebody else's product and yep. i'm sorry i did it um <laughs> yeah i mean uh, i i don't have any clients oh, i think i have one client on the same brand mm-hmm. she's only on three three products 
and it's just easier to get her the same brand. And then I, no, she's not actually, I gave her a fourth, I gave her a zinc the other day and that was a different brand. So I have no clients who are on the same product, like the same brand mm. for the products that they need yeah. for who they are and yeah. what's going on. And just before we started, uh, many of you will have seen on Strictly Education and Support when I'm talking on there, my mud drink that I have every day. So my mud drink is here. And there, there is only two products in here that are from the same company. There are one, two, three, four, five, six products in here. And so that is five companies. And so that's, the, I mean, my, I wouldn't expect my clients to take that, by the way. They, um, this is just me. <laughs> for those people listening who can't view that, yeah. it looks like a blood red drink about a litre. <laughs> <laughs> Nigh on a litre. So I'm, I'm waiting for fangs to starting to appear on Gerald yeah. Edge now. Yeah, they, they will. The, the fangs happen later. I'll do that in private. <laughs> but don't tell them. Don't tell them you're ruining everything, Andrew. <laughs> it's meant to be kept a secret. But, but that's the beet. Root extract, yeah. correct? Yes. Um, yeah, so I get, you know, what's the message? Learn from everybody's education. Somebody, yes. every company's got something to give. Mm. Um, and then you can make your clinical mind up. And my sort of way of thinking was that I had these patients, these, I, I say glibly, ghosts. I never killed anybody, really. But... <laughs> But these memories of patients that I've treated, you know, and, and you know, I'll always remember, I'm not going to say, but, you know, the guy with Gillian Barrage, yeah. um, the woman who came to see me for weight loss, and I ended up um, realising, I won't say diagnosing, but realising that she had osteoporosis, yeah. and that was her main issue. Mm. But anyway, la, la, la. And you have all these memories of patients floating around in your memory, forgive the yeah. tautology. Um, and when a new product comes along, you basically have three choices to make. Mm. Number one, no, oh, look, thanks, you had a crack, but it's not even worth my time. Yep. Goodbye. Number two, oh, yeah, look, I might use that in some patients, yeah, possibly in this one, but not in that one. So, yeah, it's got a maybe, you know, and I might have maybe a stock holding of one or two. Yeah. And then the third one is, holy cow, this is revolutionary, this product. Yeah. It, it is knocking out whatever I used to use previously. This one is so good. It's so much better that I'm going to get this one and I'm yeah. going to swap my prescribing habits for this one. So, so there you have three main issues. Yeah. But you've got to be really um, critical of new products that come along and you've got to ask the questions, you know, is it, is it that much bang for buck or is it just a really expensive product? Yeah. Um, how is it going to affect my patients in a positive way? Is it going to dramatically uh, improve their outcomes even over what I was existingly um, using existing um, mm. you know there's all these there's apparently 20 questions that you need to ask and the last one one of the important ones forgive me not the last one is does it improve my profitability as a business and yeah. I'm not being mercenary and selfish there what I'm thinking of is if you can't afford to keep your doors open you're not going to be able to supply that service for your patients mm. So stop being so selfish for your patients and start earning a proper living. 
yeah. is my lesson there. There's nothing wrong with making money. Yeah. It's just if you make it in a horrible way. But if you're helping and helping and helping, yeah. there's nothing wrong with being rich. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I will find those questions and I will make a little document up and I will put it in the show I notes. will find those questions for you. You will find them for me. Thank you very much. Yeah. And um, which... I think is probably rounds out this interview quite nicely and it's time to go. Um, but we will be back again, won't we, Andrew? So we will. Um, we will totally be back again because I think we brought up that um, what to do when you're qualifying question. So I think we'll come back and talk about that in another episode. We so will. Thank you so much for joining me today. Well, thank you and, so much for um, having me. And it's great. And thank you all for joining us. And obviously the usual rules apply. You know, guys, five-star review. That'd be lovely if you stayed <laughs> all the way to the end. Thank you very much. So um, thank you very much, Andrew. And thank you all very much for listening. But thanks very much, Geraldine. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.